Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? That's the question of the day, my friends. Are you out there and are you listening? I hope you are. I hope you guys had a great weekend this weekend. I did. I had a freaking amazing weekend. I was just... Oh, man, 28 years with an amazing woman that has made me who I am. Um, just uh, thoroughly enjoyed the time we had together this weekend. Uh, we basically toured uh, northern Wisconsin up around uh, north of Green Bay and into the Thumb of Green Bay and, uh, you know, hung out by the lake and, uh, you know, took the backwoods. It's interesting that the northern part straight north of Green Bay is like that whole area is all kind of like marshy and, uh so there's a bunch of people who like built up some land kind of in the marshes uh, along the lake there, and it is freaking amazing, man. There is just people that are like, okay, that's I'll take that one, that one, that one, that one. I'll take that one too. Even that little trailer right there, I'll take that one. I and mean, it's just so beautiful up there. Then the thumb north of Green Bay, east and north of Green Bay, uh, is just awesome. It is. You can tell the. The uh, the glaciers the uh, you know formed the land so you're just cruising up and down these big ass hills and the scenery is amazing then you see the lake uh, kind of drops off a, a cliff and you can see it from afar it is just beautiful it took us an hour and a half to find a restaurant that was open on a Sunday night <laughs> driving up and down the lake I'm like there's somewhere around here there's gonna be a spot on the lake where I could take my wife on her anniversary. Uh, to go enjoy a steak or some shrimp or something, right? Well, it took us an hour and a half to finally find one that's on the lake. It is just nothing like you would expect it up there. If you've ever been, you know, in Illinois or or even on the uh, southern parts of Michigan, you can kind of picture what it's like. It's very commercialized. It's very uh, residentialized. There's houses everywhere. There's but up there, it's just beautiful. There's nothing except for a few houses here and there, and there's a ton of uh, land that is just uh, untouched by the lake, and it really makes it a beautiful sight. So uh, just uh, God bless you uh, out to my wife and to everyone who has supported me and my family throughout these 28 years. Again, I'm nothing without uh, that amazing woman, and so I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, I don't know why I went off on that tangent. It was just a great weekend, and I was thinking about you guys and your weekend. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. You're looking live, though, at the foxhole.app before I get my bro Joe in here uh the, the foxhole is where we are kind of all trying to get people together to support free speech so if you're if you're somewhat new to uh, any of the platforms here do me a favor go to the foxhole.app check it out and it's easy to install and if you can't help support free speech platforms like the foxhole.app like tour three i'll even throw cloud hub in there those guys have been doing great jobs as well so check that out now the website has been officially updated and i was going to do it this weekend to get a, a major update coming to fully integrate Brothers Uncensored into the website. I haven't done that yet. I apologize, bro. It's high on my priority list this weekend, obviously. Uh, I had other plans. Um, 
but when you click at the top here, click at the store, and it'll take you down to where our our where we have our store located. And you got to click on this to bring it to an external link because I don't know how to make it work the other way. So just click on that though, and then it'll bring the store up right there. You can see we have our new merchandise up: shirts, uh, uh, different logos. I want my news uncensored shirt. I, I definitely want one of those, as well as the two hats down there. And we're working on getting the 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 pricing fixed on that. Thank you for bringing that to our attention, guys. We don't know how that happened. Uh, glitch in the matrix, something like that. But check out the website when you get time. Finally, scroll down a little bit more on the website. If you want to join our Discord, um, you can get in on Patreon. Just do me a favor. Help I can just help vet it a little bit just so I know that you want to be part of the show and help us with research and just hang with us behind the scenes. You, drop me a cup of coffee once a month, man. Patreon, and then we'll get you into our private Discord, and you can uh, also uh, help us uh, through PayPal and Cash App if you so choose those. All right, sorry for the long-winded opener, Joe. How, how was your weekend? How are you today, bro? <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Am I muted? Glenn, 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 thank you so much for the mute button. Now I don't even have to say anything. I can just. Oh, can you guys see it? It says mute on there, by the way. There we go. <laughs> so I got it in the mail. Glenn's like, you need to open it. So I opened it right away. Glenn, thank you so much for the mute button. Uh, hopefully, Abe's is bigger than that one, and he can see it. But uh, glad to be here, man. I had a good weekend, too, to be honest with you. Saturday, uh, it was pretty nice over here. I was out back uh, working around the yard, getting ready for the pool to open up, probably in a couple months, but still want to get everything ready. And uh, just relax, man. And then last night, uh, me and the Texan hung out again, which – you know, there's really no work involved in that show, man. It's just me and the Texan hanging out and him teaching me about country music that I know nothing about. So if you guys didn't catch that, it was pretty fun last night. You know, the, uh, uh, just a kind of a laid back uh, uh, country, um, uh, I don't know, a country music show, I guess. You know, so it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, uh, that'll be going every Sunday night. Now, normally they'll probably go a little bit earlier, but I don't know. That little bit later kind of works pretty good, too. Uh, so I'm thinking like maybe 8 to 10, something like that on, on Sunday night so you guys can hang out. And if you guys just want to, you know, uh, do a little dancing, just kind of let the mind relax, uh, just listen to some old style music. And it's pretty cool because, um, you know, we're doing kind of the reactionary style videos that you uh, um, that you see all over YouTube and stuff. So we're 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 basically kind of testing to see uh, how much trouble we can get into. So that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, without saying that out loud, but sure. Now that you said it, <laughs> nah, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's. It, I mean, we're testing the boundaries of, of the copyright, obviously, and and so you know, a lot of people are are do the same thing. They play music and stuff like that, but. You know, we don't want to be the one, obviously, to, you know, red flag and, and you know, Brothers Uncensored playing country music every Sunday, blah, 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 blah. You know, we don't want to be the one to kind of raise the alarm. <laughs> yeah. But maybe we do. When it comes down to it, um, like we talked about last night, and I, I don't think I could say it any better. It's it's the copyright laws in this country are a friggin' disaster. Everything, the way that content is being put to the public is changing. That's what's happening right now. You see in the a la carte pop up where you can pick AMC or HBO or, you know, you can you can you can dial in what content you want to view. And therefore, there's a lot of people going to streaming content. We're watching that change happen now. 
the reason why there's a big push for 5G is because the amount of data that is going to be put through the through the internets and through your phones and through everywhere else is going to be massive. It's going to continue to grow. So you need to make uh, faster pipelines to get all that data through. So that's why they're the other angle of that. But in the end, uh, we need to find out um, how we're going to be able to do kind of DJ style streaming. Uh, how do we do that? What's the what's the rules on that? How do we you know how, how does how does that work out? So we'll find out. That's a, that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. I, man, I see all kinds of people out there. Just want to say what's up to everybody out there. Diddy Style 93 was at the convention this weekend. He sent me some pictures on Discord with uh, Greenbeard and a bunch of other people, man. So uh, glad to see you out there, Diddy Style. Glad that you had a great weekend. Uh, I heard it was a lot of fun. Kelly 17, good to see you. Uh, Sly Park, Losi or Lousy, I'm not sure how to say that one. D Patriot 1776. Fred 44, good to see you out there. Uh, we got all kinds of Patriots over in D-Live as well. Palladius, Amy Joe, Val Kimber, Leo Slayer, uh, G, what is that? GTR Lady, uh, Sheeple Beware, and the Farting Boogeyman. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Yeah, Dude, GTR you... Lady has a point there, Joe. As long as it's for educational purposes, if you're talking about it in in trying to teach people about the band or fun facts like you guys have been doing. I think it's a lot of fun, man. I just wish you guys would play more metal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when we said we want to do a music show, you're like, yes. And then you're like country. You're like, no, no. Um, you know, obviously dude, country music, you know, as you know, you, you, you and I have been pretty much like, you know, metal and, you know, alternative and, you know, rap and stuff like that for our whole lives. We like, we really didn't listen to country yeah. over the last couple of years. I just started listening to country. And so that's what Texan likes about having me aboard because I don't know crap about country. And uh, every show is a learning experiment uh, experience, really. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So if you guys get a chance, um, if, you, if you're just a music lover, that's what they're kind of trying to appeal to. Uh, check them out uh, and check the show out from, from last night. It's called The Show. Uh, so if you guys get bored later on and you want to just chill to some music and watch some commentary, check that out. All right, let's get to it. I got quite a bit to get to today. Uh, a dig on Big Pharma today. I think you guys will enjoy. We'll do that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, about five or six topics in general that caught my eye from the weekend and from today. I want to get to those. Uh, we'll get to your comments and your calls after the next hour. So, so uh, you know, if you want to call in, let us know what's on your mind. If we miss something, if I got something wrong, feel free to do that. Call in and let us know what's on your mind. We love hearing from you guys. But let's start here. Let's oh, start. by the way, real quick before you start, did you did you happen to see uh, anything on TV this weekend? Because in case you didn't know, Resident Biden was actually out golfing. Uh, so I don't know if anybody caught this or not. No, I didn't. I didn't even know he could hit a ball. Actually, yeah. Well, that's what that's what the thing was. I mean, this is actually his first round uh, playing as the resident. Um, let's take a look and and see how he did. Well, look at this shot. Are you kidding me? How <laughs> about a double eagle walk-off? Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's funny is, is the comments underneath it, it says, 
uh, crazy. The first video had Dominion on it, but it got deleted by Twitter. So that, <laughs> so obviously that was the little raise uh, in the uh, whatever you want to call it in the votes. Uh, but they had to take the Dominion out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw that. Though. Oh, that's pretty good, man. That is pretty good. What's I don't understand there. The elections are never going to count. Ever going to mean anything ever again. What's the point? Anyways, uh, we'll move on from that. SCOTUS takes a border wall case. Hmm. This caught my eye today. What's that? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, among today's certificate grant or cert grants were a case concerning the border wall and another on Trump administration's migrant protection protocols. Let me get a sip of water real quick. Hmm. We were talking about this uh, wall thing last week, too. Yeah, the Supreme Court granted uh, Centurion three cases today. So this is going to be where we're going to watch these closely. And I I know what everyone thinks about the Supreme Court now, but just wait and see what happens. This is going to be interesting. Trump versus Sierra Club, Wolf versus Innovation Law Lab, and Lang, Lange, Lang, uh, Lang, Lang, I don't know, versus California. The, the court took no action yet on pending petitions challenging election rules in Pennsylvania, although we did hear uh, that today they denied those. So. Trump versus Sierra Club is the most prominent of the grant. It concerns lawfulness of border wall construction. Specifically, the case concerns whether the plaintiffs have a cause of action to challenge the Defense Department's relocation of funds to pay for construction of a wall along the border with Mexico, and if so, whether the Defense Department actions were lawful. This grant is not particularly surprising. Judge Collins' dissent in the Ninth Circuit the Ninth Circuit below, uh, was a de facto certificate petition. So the reason why this is interesting is because um, the Democrats have been going after kind of the uh, the admin rules of how uh, the strength of which a president can move money around. Um, and it's basically they, they've used it to their advantage every chance they get. And then when they did, something happens they don't like, then they're like, all right, hold on a second here. So it's going to be interesting because basically the law is uh, <laughs> the president and his administration have full uh, responsibility and dis- discretion about about exp- expenditures and how money is spent. So I don't. It's amazing that it's even a case there, but we'll see. Wolf versus Innovation Law Lab uh, is a challenge to Trump administration's migrant protection protocols, also known as the Remain in Mexico policy. Once again, they're going after the Administrative Procedure Act. Uh, these are both attacks on that. The Administrative Procedure Act is that that um, <laughs> verified constitutional law that says the president can use uh, the Administrative Procedure Act to move funds around as he sees necessary or to change um, uh, immigration policies as the president se- seems necessary. So that's why these are going to be interesting. It's, it's going to challenge or establish precedent that the, that the president has uh, for uh, immigration policy, uh, which is they're, it's just not going to happen. There's no way. I don't care what anyone says. The final grant, Lang versus California, has the feel of a case granted for error correction purposes. The question presented, whether the su- pursuit of a human whom a police officer has probable cause to believe has committed a misdemeanor categorically qualifies as an extingent circumstance sufficient to allow the officer to enter a home without a warrant. So can they? can somebody chase you? Uh, that has probable cause that if you don't have a warrant into a house of residence, um, which, you know, I would think that's a, that's an interesting one. That's, you know, a little bit different, but so it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see these way these plays out. I'll watch them closely and uh, I'll make sure that, uh, that I watch for the, uh, the dissents in these cases too. But I mean, honestly, 
there is sufficient Supreme Court precedent for the Administrative Procedure Act, and to get any challenge on this, uh, you know, to, to change the precedent that's been set by President Trump, uh, or not set by President Trump, but uh, that President Trump used, is going to be nearly impossible. So we'll watch it closely, though, for you guys. Vinny1765 uh, out there said uh, it's called a stall tactic or a waste of time, a money ploy. I mean, you're probably right, but it's still interesting nonetheless. We, I mean, we reported on last week too as well. So there's definitely something going on there behind the scenes as far as, uh, like you were just saying. Yeah, I, 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 Supreme Court cases <laughs> um, are very specific, and they have to go through a process to make it to the Supreme Court. So just deny them as, as, as nothing to see here. I'm not sure I would agree with that. I, I will say this, though. The way that the Democrats have used the law system and lawfare to go after things like the Administrative Procedure Act uh, has been uh, going on for like 20 years. So that's why this is interesting, because they're using these kind of tactics to go after uh, the ability for the president to be president, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So pretty interesting, nonetheless. Uh, I see everyone asking, uh, what's up with 412 today? Yeah, I wonder that today, too. I guess 412 is, uh, they, they take Mondays off, so... Uh, you're stuck with us, whether you like it or not. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, someone said that he was over with um, P- uh, Pixels, I guess, this weekend in Michigan. Oh, that's cool. So they were hanging out. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. So th- this caught my eye. Uh, pictures from Mar-a-Lago yesterday. Mike Pompeo, Vernon Jones, Ron DeSantis having dinner with President Trump. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, yeah, I thought this was uh, pretty interesting. I'll zoom in so you guys can see the pictures a little bit better. But there's Mike, uh, there's Kansas there, uh, and Vernon Jones. I had a chance to shake Vernon Jones' hands when we were in uh, Georgia and get a chance to talk to him a little bit. Dude, <laughs> top-notch. Absolutely freaking top-notch. And I hope he does uh, become the next governor of Georgia because he will do a great job. There's a picture of President Trump and Ron DeSantis, who is, uh, you know, obviously I would think, uh, you know, next in line to move up, uh, whether it be the vice president or uh, in the next administration, uh, whoever wins uh, for the Republicans. So pretty interesting. Vernon Jones has this for you guys that uh, want to know a little bit more about him. Uh, and I'll try to get him on. I have a chance to, to, to get a chance to talk to him and I have his card. So I'll see if I can get him on. I'm running for governor of Georgia because Brian Kemp let us down. There ain't no doubt about that. So Vernon Jones put an op-ed out here. If you guys, I just wanted to bring your guys' attention to this. Um, I hope he wins. Trust me. When you talk to Vernon, you're like, man, this guy gets it. He's super freaking smart. He understands the game. And uh, they're going to go after him hard because he's going to be a threat to the to the left's narrative. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. 100%. He is a true patriot out there. Sheeple, uh, beware. I agree with you. And it's even cooler because he just called out Kemp and calling him a rhino like he is and saying, that's why I'm running. I mean, how can you not love the guy? That's what we need is people, you know, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and stuff like that, that are willing to step up and willing to point the fingers at the people who are the problem and telling them I'm coming after you. Get ready. Yeah, no doubt. Um, You know, and the reason why I love this, you know, we're all watching this really closely. All the activists are kind of seeing, okay, well, you know, where's everyone positioning themselves? What's going on here? And General Flynn this weekend uh, was, um, you know, over at that uh, Health and Freedom Conference. um, 
I can't remember what state it was in, but nonetheless. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that's right. Yep. Um, and he had a, a, some really good words and some really good comments. Number one, you guys know I'm, I'm a huge fan of conservative women. I just they're, – they're, they're thinkers. They, they're doers. They're not whiners. Um, I'm a huge fan, and I think that's been a big part of what – has been accomplished in this country over the past 10 years since Barack Obama's disaster is women going, hold on a second here. Uh, this is not what we want. Um, and General Flynn had some words this weekend to talk about that. So I want to share that with you guys here. And uh, sh- shit, I'll tell you what, Joe, um, just so you'll be able to hear to comment on it. Let me. Uh, let me- yeah, I, I watched the video like twice, actually. But yeah, if you could play it for me, too, that would be great. And Sly Park 2020. Um, yes, we are working on having J.R. Majewski on again soon. He had to take a break from everything, so he wasn't doing any interviews or any anything, but J.R. will be back. You're muted, I think. All right, here we go. Let me move this out of the way so oh. that you guys can see this better. <laughs> and uh, we will get – here we go with uh, Jennifer. Let me get about four minutes of your time. And then at the bottom of the hour, i got a big farmer dig for you guys that you guys are going to want to see, so stand by for that. Something, when you see something, this is right, this is wrong. I mean, the American psyche, we know what's right. We know what's wrong, and we're watching it, and we're not going to accept it. We are not going to accept it. So what do we do about it? What do we do about it? We have to leave here. So listen to me one more time. Okay, listen to me one more time, especially the women. The reason why I, I, I asked all the women to stand up is because the demographics in our country, the demographics, the, the who we are, the fabric of our nation has shifted in like 30 or 40 years. And women are much, much more involved in the lifeblood of our country. And they know it. The women in this, in this room know it. The women listening to this know it. And so the reason why I single out women is because women are breadwinners, they're caretakers, they're business owners, they're involved in every aspect of who we are. And they're a segment of our society that, frankly, the political class has taken for granted. They've taken it for granted. And when I see some of these great women up here, educators, businesswomen, pastors, all these different people, they're involved, but there's a lot. I mean, when you think about it, I'll bet you, I'll bet you we're probably two-thirds, maybe three-quarters of the people in here today are women. And I'm going to tell you, I, I come from a very strong family. I come from, I have four sisters. My mother was a terrific person. And I know what strong women can do. And I'm telling you, ladies, if you don't, if you don't look at your lifeblood, if you don't look at what it is that's happening in your communities, if you don't look at these beautiful children and the way these children, I mean, you're bringing these children into this world without a mask, right? So why should we have them sit in a classroom when we know there's nothing wrong with what's going to happen to them? So don't allow it. The mo- it's the moms that are going into these classrooms to argue. So I want, you to, I want you to think about that. Listen, get involved in your communities. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. I have grandchildren, and the main reason why I'm here is because of my grandchildren. If I don't do what I'm doing, and I don't care because they tried to bury me, so they can try it again, and they're going to have to do it much better time, much better job this time. You're going to, you are, you know, you know in this country, you have to get involved. So I'm, I'm making my, this is my thing, this is how how I'm doing it. This is what I've decided to do. 
And it's a big, big risk. It's a big risk for me. I will tell you, and, and because they, they constantly come after you. But like my mom used to say, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me. So the names won't hurt me. Now when they start to do the sticks and stones, I'll be ready for that. I'll be ready for that. So for all the great people that are here, all of you up top, from the bottom of my heart, from my family and I, thank you so much for all you did for our family. I mean, you, the, the American people ran toward my family. They gave us prayers. They gave us everything. And when one woman who told me, when I, when I said, I said incorrectly, I said incorrectly, people with nothing gave me everything. And a woman got a hold of me and said, don't you ever say that I have nothing because I have my faith in God. And so I have my faith in God and I have my faith in you. So God bless America. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, just some really good stuff from Jennifer. She got that crowd. That's pretty impressive. I mean, can you imagine Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't even be close to that. I mean, One his whole time, speech, if you, guys, if you guys didn't see his whole speech, it was amazing. I think it was about 30 minutes, uh, just about 30 minutes. And, um, you know, that's, that's something that we just have discussed, I mean, for, on endlessly is about stepping up and getting involved in the community in any possible way that you can because that's how we're going to take this back. Sitting on the couch and waiting for someone to come and save us is not going to happen. We need to do it ourselves. So I was so glad that he touched on that point uh, and just many others in that speech, man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I love that he's uh, speaking to the women because they're top, just top notch. I mean, let's be real about it. The ones who have stood up, all of the moms for Trump marches, all of the the women that were at all of these marches, there, it was just it was majority women at every single one of them. So it's just been awesome. So I think that's I think that's a smart move politically. And it's reality that uh, they de- they deserve the credit that they've gotten to to stand up for what's right and, and to make their voices heard. I love that he kind of hinted. He's like, well, here's what I'm going to do. And then he just kind of says, well, when they come after me uh, with sticks and stones, I'll be ready. So he's hinting he's going to be running for something for sure. Uh, I'll be interested to see how, how this plays out, you know, for, for 20. That's probably what they were talking about at that dinner with Mike Pompeo and, and all the, you know, them all there. Let's going to figure out what, how we're going to do this moving forward, you know. Exactly. And oil man, 94, he knows where the bodies are buried. You're damn right. He does. Uh, yeah. That's the other thing that I caught towards the end of that video as well, man, is, you know, obviously he's hinting around towards, I'm not worried about what's coming and whatever you're going to throw at me, which, you know, obviously alludes to the fact that he's got to put himself into a political, another political career because, you know, right now he's just a public sector and they're not really going after him, but if he steps up and he runs for office, guarantee it they'll be coming after him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and you know, I got a feeling probably you know <laughs> we're gonna know probably sooner than later. We'll have a pretty good idea of how it's gonna play out. So that's gonna be fun. I can't wait for it. Um, and you know, <laughs> what what else are we gonna do? We we can't just ignore uh, you know what's upcoming. We have to keep fighting. So um, I can't wait for it. Um, all right. So I got this little dig. That uh, I found this article that caught my eye, and it's 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 a fairly lengthy article. So I, you know, if you guys aren't interested in in kind of hanging out and listening, and maybe helping do do a live dig with me, if you want, 
Um, and then I got some cue posts that I think go with it that are going to be really interesting. So I want to hop into this here real quick. Uh, I just want to mention some other articles that caught my eye. DOJ investigating uh, Cash Patel. Odd. Really odd. <laughs> well, he's 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 very loud. I mean, he's out there and he's, you know, he's not afraid to speak his mind. So, of course, they're going to come after him. That's just the headline. It's from Chuck Ross, and I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I'll, I'll leave that out there for you guys if you guys want to see that. Here, let me grab it for you. Um, Interesting. I, I need to do a deeper dive on it. I didn't get a chance to really dig on it. So there's that one I just wanted to point out to you guys. Um, Maxine Waters was running a freaking mouth again um, and uh, basically calling for violence. I mean, it, it is just fucking unbelievable what they can, what they can get away with. Um, you know, President Trump saying we're going to peacefully protest and and they you know they try impeaching him. Maxine Waters over here running her mouth again. I don't. You know what? Let's just go ahead and play it because I, I, I'm Joe. I'm not going to put it for you because I just fixed all the Zoom shit again. But You're but good. um but and, and plus it'll just drive you nuts if you hear it anyway. But just listen to this this part right here. That we have got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that say guilty, guilty, guilty. So she she's saying, well, I hope we get a verdict that's guilty, 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 and we're going to have to fight for justice. What? She says we're going to stay in the streets and, until we, we get an answer, and it, and it has to be a guilty verdict. So she's trying – what could be an innocent man, right, theoretically, is, you know, if he's not uh, um, held for, for first-degree murder, which he's not even charged with, he's charged with second, uh, and – in. You know, basically by the law, he's not guilty. So it doesn't matter, though, to to Maxine Waters, uh, which is just disgusting if you ask me. So I don't know what to do with this dumb bitch. She should be impeached and she should be kicked out of every committee that she's in. But she won't because all of the race baiters are out. Uh, You know, Jesse Jackson's out. uh, Sharpton's out running his mouth again, uh, doing whatever they can to, uh, to be more incendiary about what is happening in uh, in Minnesota. And I guess the jury's finally convened or is meeting now, so we're going to expect an outcome in the next, I don't know, uh, probably week, I would say, you know, by the end of the week, we'll know, probably a lot sooner than that. Um, and they're already saying that they're going to be riots. Either way, it's just it's absolutely fucking disgusting what the media and what these race-baiting scumbags do to destroy people having an actual, an actual voice in the communities. You can't you can't have a voice in a community if you're an uneducated moron. Unbelievable. The Everybody, sec- agree. Yeah. Everybody in chat agrees with you, by the way. <laughs> it's just, just ridiculous, man. The Sackler family's dynasty of guilt. You guys gotta check this out. Trust me. You got you gotta check this out. I, I I'm gonna try to spend like ten minutes on it, Max. So I'll try to I'll say I'm, it again, the Sackler? Yeah. The Sackler family's dynasty of guilt. A sweeping account of Big Farmer's first family. Big Farmer's first family provides a full and damning picture of their moral culpability in the opioid crisis. Hmm. (laughs) I love articles like this. You put some work into this, man. It's it's worth spending some time on. And then, look, you start you search pharma for under Q posts, and eight posts come up that are also important. So let's try to get through this as much as possible. 
It hasn't been easy to get to the bottom of the Sackler story. From the beginning, the family hid its business dealings in a tangle of subsidiaries. When reporter Brian Meyer uh, blew open the story of OxyContin in his 2003 book, Painkiller, The Wonder Drug's Trail of Addiction and Death, the Sacklers convinced his employers at the New York Times to ban him from writing about opioids over a contrived conflict of interest. Depositions have been sealed, whistleblowers intimidated, critics bought off, and publications threatened with lawsuits. What does that sound about? It's just about right for Big Pharma. Patrick Radden Keefe got the full Sackler treatment when he published his blockbuster article, The Family That Built an Empire of Pain, in the New, in the, in the New Yorker in 2017, which launched the trend of taking the Sackler name off various endowed buildings, galleries, and professorships. Their lawyer fired off dozens of letters to Keefe's editors alleging factual errors and threatening to sue Keefe if he pre- proceeded with the book project. Some unknown party even sent a mysterious man in an SUV to stake out Keefe's house. These attempts at intimidation failed, and we now have the book Empire of Pain, The Secret History of the Sackler Dynasty. Sadly, the Sacklers are an underwhelming lot that have ruined so many lives. They're, they were not evil geniuses of the three original brothers, Arthur Mortimer and Raymond. Two got their degrees in an unaccredited medical school that closed down shortly after they graduated. Raymond's son, Richard, who ran Purdue Pharma during the height of the Oxycontin surge, couldn't manage to get into a better med school than Sunny Buffalo, <laughs> S-U-N-Y Buffalo. He later transferred to NYU, even with his family's money. The only impressive Sackler, Arthur, the eldest of the original three, was, and, his, and his genius was not for medicine but for advertising. <laughs> in, the, in the field of pharmaceutical market, marketing, Arthur invented the wheel, as one of his employees put it. It was his innovation to get around the legal ban on direct-to-consumer medical advertising by targeting doctors. Oh, that doctor collusion thing in the kickback scheme. Is that what you're saying that Arthur invented? It was laughable, he asserted, to suggest that a physician might be seduced by a glossy layout in a medical journal in the same manner that a housewife might be swayed by a slick magazine ad. His tactics made a bestseller of the antibiotic teramycin in 1957 and later the early sedatives Librium and Valium. His advertising firm came to the attention of the FBI during the McCarthy era. Sackler had a bit of hiring, uh, had a bit habit of hiring refugees and immigrants and blacklisted journalists who had been fired from other jobs for their political connections. The result, Keith says, was a radical atmosphere around the office. On one occasion, a Swedish designer who was a communist made a scene by starting a small fire in the office and burning some of his own firm's advertisements to indicate his distaste in such capitalist trash. According to one co-worker, we all thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. The FBI might be onto something. It was not until the FBI files were foiled by Keith and other uh, researchers that it became publicly known that at least one Sackler brother, had, and possibly all three, were Communist Party members. 
Raymond and his wife, Beverly Feldman, cared enough to transfer their membership to the Boston chapter when they moved there in 1944, and then back again to New York when they relocated. Arthur was close friends with millionaire Soviet spies Alfred Stern and Martha Dodd, and the veteran uh, daily worker journalist who worked for Arthur told a researcher in 1991, as he understood it, all three Sacklers had been party members early on. Yeah, proud of those communist roots. Gotta, gotta love it. There certainly was a Soviet grandiosity to Arthur's vision of narcobiotics, a catch-all term for the tranquilizers of the future, which he predicted would be dispensed as easily as antibiotics. All forms of distress had biological basis, he believed, so naturally all pain, even uh, unease should all pain and even unease should be treated medically. He told his second wife uh, she was wasting her time with a psychoanalysis when she tried to therapy, uh, tried therapy during a breakdown of their marriage. I bet she had a breakdown after understanding what an evil piece of shit her husband was. By boosting sales of Librium, Arthur wasn't uh, just serving his client. He was pursuing his vision. The slogan, the, and by the way, just the dumbest statement ever that all pain is, uh, uh, how, did he, how did he say it here? Um, all pain is, uh, 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 should be treated medically. Um, so that's just, I mean, that's just a uh, medically uh, dumb statement. It says a lot about who they are. Yep. Uh, let's see. The, the slogan the Purdue sales rep came up with for OxyContin in 1999 would have made Arthur, who died in 1987, proud uh, the one to start with and the one to stay with, the, the, the advertisement for OxyContin, uh-huh. the Sacklers' innovation and the source of their moral culpability lay in, the overcoming, lay in overcoming doctors' reluctance to start patients on strong opioids out of fear of getting addicted to them. Oh, well, gee, common, little bit, a little bit of common sense right there, geniuses. Uh, how, how, what's a better way to keep to keep the money flowing after Purdue's campaign uh, claiming uh, based on spurious studies that addiction to Oxycontin was vanishingly rare. Sales jumped from $50 million in 1996 to $1 billion in 2000 and oxycodone became the most prescribed drug in America. It's, I mean, here it is, right here, laying it out for you. How big pharma works in just one small, as you know, minute example. Their wow. second sin was not changing course when it became clear from Purdue's own sales data that doctors were running pill mills. <laughs> here, the Sacklers had uh, assistance from the conservative think tanks such as American Enterprise Institute. AEI fellow Sally Sattel wrote in 2004, the typical oxycotton addict does not start out as a pain patient who fell unwittingly into the drug habit. When you uh, scratch the surface of someone who is addicted to painkillers, you usually find a seasoned drug abuser. Uh-huh. So that you're saying just your average schmo couldn't get addicted to it, huh? Good job, AEI. Way to be there. Way to be. Email sent in 2001 and finally made public in 2019 revealed that Richard Sackler was equally contemptuous of opioid addicts. Abusers aren't victims. They are the victimizers. Uh-huh. He wrote to an unidentified correspondent who responded, the whole thing is a sham, and if people die because they abuse it, then good riddance. <laughs> Richard wrote back, calling drug addicts scum of the earth, and that won't play well while I'm ambushed in 60 minutes. 
Uh-huh. So the Sacklers' defense that they didn't know their product was fueling an, an epidemic is false. They did know. They just didn't care. But their defense had had more merit, and uh, that they were not the only ones who were responsible. Oh, they're doing it too. What do you want us to do, man? We're just going to make money. Medicare Part D, for example, Part D, for example, excuse me, caused the annual price of typical oxy prescription to drop from thirty nine thousand to twenty six hundred. Three fourths of the growth in opioid prescriptions between twenty two thousand one and twenty ten came from government programs. Funny how that works. Seniors discovered that they could sell their pills on the street for huge profits, and young people con- con- convived uh, to qualify for Social Security disability insurance and the Medicaid card that went with it. For a $3 Medicaid copay, Sam Quinone has explained in Dreamland that an addict got pills priced at thousands of dollars, with the difference paid for by the United States and the state taxpayers. This scheme, by the way, is something that President Trump's administration went hard after and did a great job of securing the fraud in Medicaid fraud. Joe and I talked about that almost every day there was a Medicaid fraud case. Yep. Uh, in t- 2018, uh, almost about done with the article, guys. Last three paragraphs, and we'll get to, uh, to some cubos. This is really interesting. Listen to the rest of this. In 2018, President Trump's Council of Economic Advisors prepared a report on opioid prices and their contribution to the crisis, but the Justice Department and the Department of Health and Human Services attempted to suppress it. Hmm, wasn't Azar, that guy who had ties to some nefarious people, wasn't he the one that was in charge of that and he suppressed the story? Hmm. According to the Trump CEA chief economist Casey Mulligan, then HHS. HHS Secretary Alex Azar, who was among Medicare Part D's architect during the Bush era, (laughs) did not want anyone connecting that great Republican Party's success with the opioid epidemic. Uh Uh-huh. That should be a red flag right there. (laughs) Here's your fucking sign right here. Clearly, the Sacklers are not the only ones trying to bury their role in the crisis. Remember when President Trump said... No one knew how how sweet, how deep that swamp actually is. Well, now we know. The point is that the opioid epidemic was something that was done to middle America by our government in collusion with Big Pharma, I'll add. They trusted the science. We are now constantly exhorted to do. OxyContin was marketed to them and subsidized for them as a safe alternative to morphine by people who knew it was not. Far more than the tobacco plaintiffs who claim to have been duped by cigarette companies, the people who became addicted to OxyContin were really duped <laughs> with their lives. Keith ends his book with the sentiment of, of that the Trump Justice Department reached with Purdue Pharma in October of 2020, which was far less comprehensive than the master settlement agreement with Big Tobacco. No individual executives were charged, and the Sackler's personal fortune was left intact. Keith seems disappointed by the deal, which may be fair enough, but litigation might not be the best way for a healthy uh, polity to process something like the opioid crisis. The black and white world of the law requires boiling down the Sackler family into narrowing questions of legal liability. To appreciate their moral responsibility demands a fuller telling, the kind of sweeping dynastic saga that Keith has given us in this great book. When you guys get time, do me a favor, help spread the word about this article, about this book, and I'm going to see if I can get uh, the author on uh, to talk more about this because is there any more clearer example of why we should not be fucking trusting Big Pharma and their shots? 
Is there any better example than you need than that? Well, what does Q tell us about this? Because this is where it gets really interesting for those of you that may not have seen this. All you do is search pharma. Eight Q posts drunk show up. The first one, the Red Cross is corrupt and used by used as a piggy bank. Future topic. Diseases created by families in power for population control and pharma in billions of dollars. Think AIDS, think future topic, relevant, fly, Ross, fly. That's an example to uh, how uh, the, the, uh, the world's uh, richest people help uh, make sure this stuff happens. And now you're seeing Agenda 2020, Agenda 2030 talking about population control. This uh, Fly Ross Fly is a.k.a. the Rothschilds. Yes, Rothschild family. Uh, Q693 uh, on February 7th, 2018. Make sure the list of resignations remains updated. It's important. When does Big Pharma make money? Curing or containing, i.e. cancer and AIDS, etc. Mind will be blown by the chain of command. Very interesting Q post there. Asking simple questions. Does Big Pharma make money curing people? Hell no, they don't. Excuse me, Q750 came in on February 12th, 2018. Our attack on Big Pharma came with a warning letter today. Message received, response forthcoming. So uh, just as anyone else who uh, goes after the Big Pharma industry, uh, they get uh, warnings to shut your friggin' mouths. February, 2018, February 15th, 2018, Q777, MKUltra was a success. And when it went into implement, implementation, it's just no longer called MK Ultra. Says in a non, a uh, a Q response with this: Why is Big Pharma essential? Expand your thinking past cures. Think Google, new Pixel phone. Think Apple versus Samsung. What, why was BlackBerry destroyed? We can guide you, but the you must or, or organically uncover the truth. They are watching. Archive everything offline. The reason why Big Pharma is is essential is because of. Uh, well, the drugs needed to manipulate minds, you know, like uh, psychotropic drugs that end up in shooters all the time. And, and uh, the, you know, the sh- like, for instance, the Madden shooter had ties to the other shooter in, in, in Florida. Both were given prescription psychotropic drugs from the same guy. Huh. Gee, that's just a, that's just a crazy coincidence right there. Uh-huh. There are no coincidences. April 4th, 2018, Q drops this, 1010, money, power, control. People are simple in that way. Slaves, sheep, pawns, plenty of them around. Mass extinct events designed to to decrease threat level of the population. Gun control, wars, fake. Top happy, uh, back end deal. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, Top happy, meaning the the, the ones that benefit are the the ones who pull the string. Election rigging, control. Again, this is... This is April 4th, 2018. Your voice does not matter. Pharma, Class D, water, air, chemicals pushed for home use. Baby on the floor with hands in mouth uh, is a start of an example of chemicals being used that that ends up uh, affecting our children's futures. Vaccines, not all. Can I emphasize vaccines, not all, please? Tobacco, opioids, ultimate win, death plus money, the Fed, Rothschild, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. UK and Germany, five days. Choice is yours. Revelations enough is enough. Now, this is just, there's a lot of just whatever in here. So just skip the whatever that that you're like, "Ah, what the hell does that mean? Don't worry about that. Focus on the important stuff. The Rothschilds, the Fed, opioids, tobacco. We just read about how those things are used with the government hand in hand. 
Uh, Q1220 came in on April 21st, 2018. Example, Clinton Health Initiative. <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> there are plenty of great digs been done on the Clinton Health Initiative and what they did with uh, HIV and AIDS in China, or excuse me, in Africa. Uh, Clinton Foundation Conflicts of Interest, Pharma Alliance. Yes, indeed. Big Pharma donates how much to California and New York elected officials? Who owns Maxine Waters? There's a question for you. Uh, just look it up, and you'll see Big Pharma is just all into the pockets of Maxine Waters, for instance. Uh, and then we have this one, uh, the Texan News. News. <laughs> May 17, 2020, uh, 4275. It is a discussion about hydroxychloroquine and how it is effective. Q just says, knowledge is power. It's funny how the mainstream media and uh, as well as politicians out there you know, try to push the opposite of all of those interesting little nuggets in those Q posts. Isn't that interesting, Joe? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah, dude, you know, I mean, it, that, that, that article is a perfect example of how government is in cahoots with Big Pharma and as well as the conservative side of, side of the house. AEI used to have a lot of respect for it. They do a lot of good work, but there's an example of how they, they just help and, uh, you know, and they play games with everyone. That's, that's why we have these friggin' rhinos. Yeah, I see all kinds of comments out there, first and foremost, about uh, other uh, some people being addicted to it and getting off of it. Um, and some people, unfortunately, not getting off of it and passing away from it. There's a lot of stories out there. I was reading through chat while you were uh, reading that stuff. Um and uh, some other comments about, you know, the dumbing down of America sort of thing. And, and again, that was definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, also, uh, sheep will beware. Cures are bad for business. You're absolutely right, brother. Look 100%. At, look at look at what uh, San Francisco's doing. Look at what Portland's doing. They're, they're, they're making it easier to get people hooked on heroin. Look at, uh, look at all of the fentanyl bust and uh the 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 ties to big pharma and as well as the pill shopping by doctors and the kickbacks involved with that they've moved the opioid crisis into the heroin slash fentanyl crisis now they just keep coming after us it's about population control it's about manipulating societies it's about keeping people spaced out so they don't see the the disaster of this world that's around us and somehow we just Keep letting them get away with it. I mean, what's what's happening to San Francisco and Portland by people by uh, pushing drugs into the cities is uh, one of the most sickening things I've ever seen. Look at what happened to with crack in black communities. It's just another example. And that and that literally spread out from from you know low income to the middle income suburbs of of Illinois and stuff like that in the cities and the big cities. And then it gets into the middle middle America, which is really what they want. Once it Rama, gets into middle middle America, then then they really got a grasp on us. I keep I keep repeating Rahm Emanuel's words because it's so important. They t- if you they'll tell you if you listen. He was at Brookings Institute. He said we need to drive a wedge in the middle class, and that is exactly how they do it from every single angle. All right, fam. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Much love. We have uh, ten minutes left in the show, which means. It is time for rapid fire. Thirty second show opener. We'll get Joe's news blitz, Joe's rapid fire segment going, and then at the top of the hour, quick advertisement, and we'll take your calls for the second half. Looking forward to seeing what you guys are up to today. God bless you all.
right, bro. What you got for us today in the rapid fire segment? All right, man. Let me try to get through this uh, kind of quickly here. So first one, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. No one was driving Tesla before fiery crash that killed two passengers in Texas. What? <laughs> I was like, no one was driving. How is that possible? Oh, my God, this is crazy, man. So, yeah, literally two people were killed in the fiery crash of a Tesla. And authorities say there was no one driver, no one in the driver's seat, although it's not clear whether the driver's, uh, whether the car's driver assist, driver's assist system was being used. Um, super interesting. And then Corey Diggs dropped this article today talking about will autonomous cars drive us to further enslavement? Very interesting. This is actually from James Fitz, James Fitzgerald, uh, who writes for her. Um, this is a pretty long article. I, I did get a chance to read the whole thing, but it's easy to spot control freaks, freaks these days. They shout at you in stores if you aren't masked up. They pump up. They pump out fear through newspapers, and they twist your arm t- uh, to take experimental jabs. But the wheeling and dealing doesn't stop there. Now. They want to sneakily get under your hood, too. So if you guys get a chance, go check out CoreyDiggs.com. And this article is super interesting in regards to what happened over the weekend. Yeah, I wonder, like, what's behind that? Were the two people that were killed in that wreck in that vehicle or were they in another vehicle? Was Are we looking at an autonomous vehicle that was being remote piloted and used as a missile or is it a terrible accident? Like, there's so many angles to this. You know, all of the above, brother. I completely yeah. agree with you. That's why I was like, no one was driving. Uh oh. Um, this was super interesting too. Obama, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley team up to urge communities of color to get the coronavirus vaccine. And here, everybody was praising Charles Barkley. I don't know, man. If you take a look at him, it looks like these guys got to him and was like, yo, look, this is what we're going to do. Here's a million bucks. Now shut the fuck up about, you know, this, that, and the other. So yeah. What's how much is Barkley's uh, speaking fee? I'm guessing like he's probably under half mil. I mean, Shaq probably got paid well over a mil. No doubt about it. But Barkley speaking fee. I don't know. I, I think they could get bought off for a lot less for Barkley. It's possible. It's possible. But, you know, everybody was just talking up about Charles Barkley. Man, did you hear what he said? And, I mean, his video went super viral. And then, you know, here he is sitting with Obama and Shaq O'Neal telling colored people, make sure you get your vaccine. No, thank you. Barkley is no his thing. own publicist, and he's, he does and says things to get attention. So it's like a little kid that didn't get enough attention when he was five years old or something. Exactly. Exactly. I saw this dropped in Discord. Uh, a little update about Jiz Lane Maxwell. Um, it says opinion of the court denied the defendant's motion to dismiss the S one superseding indictment in whole or in part. It granted the defendant's motion to serve the. You know, this is going to be court talk, of course. But it, it, you know, again, this is still going on. There's still a lot going on with the Maxwell case, and. Um, you know, I'm definitely trying to stay on top of it and see what's going on there. So interesting over the weekend, 24. Yeah, shot there's, they're the still talking about. Sorry about that. They're still talking I about um, uh, whether or not they're going to unseal stuff. And it looks like they're going to unseal. So it'd be interesting to see how that that you want to talk about a red pill. <laughs> yes, I am so looking forward to that, man. Breitbart, 24 shot during weekend of Mayor Lightfoot, Chicago. 
That's right. Another great weekend in Chicago. Jesus, this is just out of hand. 24 people shot. Um, it says the weekend's first shooting fatality occurred around 7 p.m. on Friday night when an 18-year-old man was shot dead in the 3600 block West 16th. And it just continues to go on and on. So let's take a look. Let's see what we got here at HeyJackass.com. If you want to know how bad it is in Chicago, go to that website every day. It'll depress you. Um, so April to date. So in the last 19 days, there's been 35 people shot and killed, 167 shot and wounded, a total shot of 202 with 39 total homicides for Chicago, Chicago, Chirac, unjust, un. Unbelievable. Just a great policy. As long as you don't kill somebody, you don't go to jail. They they release you back into the streets. <laughs> talk about talk about the dumbest fucking Democrat policy that ever came up with is if you shoot somebody, you get released the next day. Genius. Can't figure out why year to date they have uh, 170 people shot and killed in four and a half months. Unbelievable. So Epoch Times dropped this today. Supreme Court uh, rejects the GOP challenge to Pennsylvania election rules. Now, this unfortunately has a premium block. I didn't have a chance to try to search for a secondary article, but it's saying the Supreme Court declined on April 19th to hear a lawsuit regarding Pennsylvania voting dispute nearly six months after the November 2020 election, November 3rd, 2020 election. To me, this is really no surprise, though. Is, is it a surprise to you at all, Abe? I need to look at um, why they rejected it. So I didn't get a chance to dig on that. I'll probably try to do that tonight while I'm, you know, kicking some stuff around. Cool, cool. Mike Liddell sues Dominion for $1.6 billion. You heard that, right? <laughs> Mike Liddell, man, I just absolutely love him. He just goes out swinging, man. But I tell you, he is getting super attacked today. He tried to launch the website. Um, they, they shut him down. They found out, figured out a way to shut him down. He's currently doing a broadcast, I believe a 48 hour broadcast, uh, going on right now, but, um, and he's having lots of cool people on. Um, so if you get a chance, definitely check it out. But the, uh, the Frank, uh, uh, speech network that he was trying to start is, uh, having a rough start needless to say, but He's going after Dominion, man. One point six billion. Go down a little bit. What's the? Does it say? Let's see. Oh, defamation. Okay. Yeah, alleging defamation from Lindell, accusing the voting company of election fraud. So that's what it's going to be about. Nice, interesting. We'll have to see how that plays out. It'll probably get dropped because defamation is nearly impossible to prove in America, especially for that that amount. Like that's insane. But I guess if you're going to go for it, go for it, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this was interesting. Dropped. Uh, forgot who I saw it in the Discord. Czech PM says Russia did not attack Chechia. Uh, alleging blowing up a, a munition depot was not an act of terrorism. So it says Russia did not, or it wasn't, uh, where'd it go? Here it is. It was on act it was not an act of state terrorism which means that russia did not attack the czech republic on monday once again it was not an act of state terrorism it was an act of of goods belonging to a belgium's arm dealer or a, a, a bulgarian sorry bulgarian arms dealer he maintained maintained however the presence of the gru agents in chechia is absolutely unacceptable and they messed up the alleged attack 
Hmm. Huh. Well, this is super interesting. Um, it talks about NATO-backed outfit Bellingcat as culprits of the 2018 Salisbury. Just, it, this this article is super interesting. Um, you know, I, I remember you and I had talked about um, Bellingcat and all kinds of other stuff before as well. Yeah, professional propagandists. Yep. So uh, running. Oh, geez. Okay. So let me hurry up with this real quick. Um, Daily Mail had Ben Carson says the uh, push for equity with reparations of anti-poverty stipends an un-American racist and ignores poor white families. Uh, Ben Carson is always on fire. Let me just read a couple of these real quick. He argued, uh, Ben argued in the new op-ed that the push for racial equality using reparations and anti-poverty stipends can end up being racist. Carson pointed to the reparations bill that passed the House Judiciary uh, uh, Committee last week. He also brought up uh, a policy in Oakland, California, where low-income families of color are getting a $500 monthly stipend. Carson also knows that these policies allow for treating groups of people differently based solely on race. Duh. This is what we use to call racism. Uh, these And those not blinded by identity politics, politics still recognize it as such, Carson argued. Absolutely on fire there, Ben Carson. Yeah, I love Ben Carson, man. You guys probably saw this law. Uh, this is out of law officer. Uh, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes. Nobody is surprised. We knew that all along. All they were trying to do was push the narrative that uh, Trump supporters killed a police officer. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm running late, but I got to hit this story, man. Jaw dropping video. Young girls strut stage, collect cash at a drag queen show. What in the hell is going on? I don't want to play this video, but if you, I mean, it's, it's just sick. Yeah, no, I don't want to see this shit either. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, there's a lady. I mean, the lady that was there, the one that's recording it. She is like, she literally says, what the hell do these people got these fucking little bitty kids on the fucking stage? She got pissed. So <laughs> unbelievable, man. This is in uh, Los Angeles, of course. Um, we'll talk about this tomorrow, actually. So I'm going to skip that one. Steve Scalise, Fauci. <laughs> I missed this. This was a couple of days ago. Scalise was on fire, and I can't believe I missed this. It's a 55-second video, but I'm not going to play it. But basically, just Fauci just admitted to me that under oath, the Biden administration is not following their own COVID guidance at the border that they are posing on every other American. Um, so I totally missed that. And the last one real quick, stupid-ass AOC, you know, no mask, hanging out in the park, her and her little boyfriend and their dog. So that just go, you know, goes to show this was over the weekend. So of course she's out there talking about how everybody needs to have masks, but yet she's watching a volleyball game unmasked in the park. Same old bullshit by those lefties. That's all I have for the rapid fire brother. Back to you. Sorry. I ran late there. Good stuff. Good stuff, bro. It's uh, definitely uh, some interesting stories there. Some of you guys definitely want to dig on, uh, check out the, our sponsor for the show. Brothers uncensored is rise attire USA.com. Check them out when you guys get a second. Some sweet gear that you guys can get from them as well. The Foxhole gear, exclusive methods and red pill gear, all kinds of other cool stuff. Check out RiseAttireUSA.com when you get a moment. And uh, put in discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, uh, all one word, and you can get a 10% discount, get some cool shit, and, you know, uh, help us out at the show as well. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now, 
we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAY for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time. I appreciate those guys very much, and they've been uh, you know, good to us and, and helped us get into the green uh, for our show, which is uh, you got to love them for that. All right, guys, let me see what we have for a Zoom call lineup. Let me get that going here, guys. We'll hear from, we'll hear from you guys. i got a couple other interesting things that you may have seen today as well. So we'll get to those if we have time. First of all, I saw Glenn hop in here first. Let me get uh, Glenn in here and see what's on his mind. And then we will uh, hopefully get to the rest of you guys as quick as possible. So uh, stand by. <laughs> what's up, Glenn? Hey, guys. Uh, Abe and Joe. Yep. Uh I got my own. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got my own because, uh, well, it came in a four-pack. I sent you two guys one each, and then, uh, well, uh, Red Pill should be getting his, too. Nice. Awesome. Appreciate it. Hey, Glenn, your mic is super hot. Can you come down a little bit? Uh, okay. Is that any better? Yep. Moved it away a little there bit. There you go. There we go. There you go. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you a favor after I answer a couple of things here. Um uh oh yeah sicknick died from uh the tear gas uh they won't tell you that uh the tear gas yeah he got he was uh he inhaled two tear gas bombs that's what killed him uh, his brother told us he's his brother told us that a long time ago yeah i'll i'll, I'll leave that open for debate i'll just put it that way well, okay, yeah, uh, that's what his brother told us. Uh, Tesla, yes, there was two guys, in the, two people in the car. It was on auto drive, and they both died. Uh, okay, interesting. And no, know, they, and 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 nobody was in the driver's seat. No, well, I don't know whether they were in the driver's seat or not, but they were inattentive. Let's put it that way. Maybe asleep. So it sounds to me like they put it on auto drive, and we're starting to have a little bit of fun, either in the front seat or back seat or something, and something happened. Uh, could be, could be, could be. Um, now, Mike was sell, uh, suing Dominion for the same amount that Dominion was suing Mike. That's so, why that number was significant. Gotcha. Right. And it's the same amount Dominion was selling, uh, suing uh, Sydney and whoever else they were going after. Uh, now, it'll be interesting to see man. how far they take it, uh, because if they keep pushing it, they're going to have to go through disclosure. So we'll see. Yeah, awesome. disclosure would be great. Now, um, could part of the reason that Trump did not get in and got the shaft with all the fraud be big pharma? 
Look yes. at what he was doing with them. Yes, I think he was. I think he was threatened with another pandemic by Big Pharma. Uh, okay, that's what that note meant. Okay. Uh, Take him out later. Linda gave him a. a, a oh. oh, okay. Uh, now I have a note here that I saw a report today that Russia kicked out uh, the Czech Republic ambassadors. They called him to the office and told him get out within 24 hours. There was 10 of them, apparently, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you read my little thing there. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, I think that's interesting, right? Considering the sanctions that were just thrown at them again, the, the all they do is just 10 people, and that's it. There's nothing else. I was, I was expecting them to do something more than that. Well, I think that's all the ambassadors of the Czech Republic had there. Uh, now, a little interesting well, thing. I mean, not just the, that spot. I mean, more more than just kicking those ambassadors out. That's what I mean. Right. Well, Russia's about ready to invade Ukraine anyway, so that's part of that's part of the whole thing, I guess, because they got like one hundred fifty thousand troops on the border right now, according to reports. Uh, now, Bitcoin. Abe, you might be uh, a little bit in on this one. Um. Uh, Biden went and sanctioned all Russian Bitcoin, and all Bitcoin went down today. Yep. Uh, he sa- sanctioned all Bitcoin? All Russian Bitcoin. Hmm. So none of the Russians could do anything with Bitcoin with the U.S. I'm not exactly sure what all that entails, but... Uh, and then today, uh, Bitcoin uh, right now is only down 0.3% for the day, but it is down a little bit on the week. It's still yeah. at 62,884, though. So it's. Yeah, instead of going up today, it went down. Uh, so that was right after the announcement from uh, Biden. Yeah, it's flat uh, now. So that's interesting. I'll have to look into that and see what else is in there on that. And our friend Scavino, <laughs> he posted something weird. I'm not going to get into any decodes on it. I'll leave that for all the other decoders that want to go down that route. He posted a little video of a supersonic missile. Or was that a transonic missile? I'm not sure. I saw that too, man. (laughs) That video was awesome. I can't believe I forgot to pull that up. (laughs) Yeah, he he posted that. Uh, Okay. Now, I'm going to ask a little favor. Abe, is uh, Denise in the uh, Zoom list? Yeah. Could you bring her up with me? Yep. I'm going to take over your show for a couple minutes for a couple of questions to her. While you're doing that, I see my sister, Texas Girl 71, out there. In case you missed it, this was from Glenn. The giant mute button. <laughs> In case you missed it, Texas Girl 71. <laughs> Good stuff there. Denise, I see you in the room. You just got to unmute. Glenn's got some questions for you if you're available. She's maybe stirring her tea right now. Depending on what kind of tea she has now. Uh, some teas you don't put anything in. Some teas it's only uh, cream or just lemon or just honey. Hello. Uh, hi, love. How you doing, Denise? It's Glenn, and you're on with Abe and Joe. Uh-huh. A couple of minor questions for you. 
Are you aware of how your uh, Brexit is going? Yes. Uh, what's the story with the, was it the EU Parliament not approving it yet or something? Yeah, I already told Aid that, I think it was last week, that the EU has not yet ratified the agreement. They'd already asked for an extension until, I think it's April the 31st, um, before they, uh, to give them time to ratify it. They said that they needed to get more translators on it, which is a load of rubbish. The place is full of translators. <laughs> um, so it leaves it open, as I said to Abe, for 1st of May, it leaves it open to go in on World Tra Trade Organization and just walk in and saving ourselves a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, are the banks in your country uh, uh, kind of concerned that the uh, whole Brexit's not going to work because they're transferring money all over the place to the EU? No. The, the only thing that's come out about the banks was I think I sent Abe a link to it today with um, they're going on, they're trying to push uh, uh, non-paper non money. Uh, everybody using cards. That's, uh, oh, that's the only where thing this, that I sent out today. That's where this um, next one comes in. And okay, where the Bank of England is going to try and issue Bitcoin. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I'm not. I'm not sure about Bitcoin, but they're trying to push for um, cards, just using cards and not using real paper money and coins anymore. Oh, okay, um, yeah. They're going to have trouble pushing that, that's <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's for they sure. Think, I, I think they seem to think that because most people have been doing that through the past year, that they can push it further and make it just so that everybody uses cashless um, card systems. Right, right, right. That's why, uh, well, I, I saw a little thing this morning uh, that said the Bank of England to look at issuing Bitcoin. I don't, I don't know if it was Bitcoin. I sent Abe links, uh, news links anyway, today about um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Glenn's in there too. <clears throat> oh, what? Glenn's in that, uh, in that server too. Oh, yeah, so I'm you, on that server yeah, too, so Denise. you can find him. Yep, you can find me, you can talk to me, you can do whatever you want there. Uh, oh, uh, Joe and Abe, I saw a little thing today also where... China is not going to push to have the yuan declared the uh, international currency, but they're not going to object if it's if it is. In other words, they're saying we want to take over the international currency, but uh, we don't want anybody to know that we want it. They're they're going to use something different. They're going to create a new one world currency. They're not going to tell anybody that, but that's what they're working on with Russia. So. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I yeah, appreciate I it very much, Glenn. Thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, no problem, no problem. I'll let you go back with Denise and ha and have your chat. And Denise, it's been such lovely talking to you. Uh, I hope you have yourself a great evening. I know. Well, uh, I always get that time thing confused. I think it's what eleven o'clock at night there. So you're about having your nighttime tea, right? Yeah, it's about it's twenty. It's uh, about quarter past eleven. Cool. Okay, doll. Uh, Take care, we'll Glenn. Talk to Appreciate you. you very much, man. Much no love, problem. Appreciate the call. Brother. Much loved, all. Denise, what's on your mind today? <clears throat> all right. Um, 
there was three things that I was um, going to talk to you about, and I'm confused now because <laughs> my of course, train that's always of thought the way it goes. You had all your thoughts ready to go, Glenn, right? And Glenn threw questions at me, and I and I lost <laughs> I lost track. Oh, one funny story: Keir Starmer was in, I think it was Bath today, and he went into a pub, and the landlord threw him out. Told him to get out. You're not welcome here. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> which I thought was, which I Perfect. thought was really funny. Um, <laughs> telling the leader of the Labour Party, get out. You're not welcome in my pub. <laughs> so, I love it. Went uh, Keir Starmer went in all masked up, and ha- however Boris has been going in the pub with no mask on. And sitting having a pint with the locals. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I want to ask you about this. Go on. Twelve hundred church leaders have denounced Boris Johnson's vaccine passport scheme, as written in American yeah. Press. I'll put it to you this way: I'll just take it for what it's worth. It's in Breitbart, so I want to see what you have to say about it. It says uh, twelve hundred ch- Christian church leaders in Britain called on. Boris Johnson to abandon any notion of introducing a domestic vaccine passport, which they re- represent an existential threat to liberal democracy itself. In a letter, church leaders, Anglican and Christian alike, warned that domestic vaccine passports is one of the dangerous policy proposals in the history of the United Kingdom. There's also legitimate fear that this scheme would be a thin end of the wedge leading to a permanent state of affairs in which COVID vaccine status could be expanded to encompass other medical treatments as well. What's your take on this story? Yeah, that's, that's been in the papers here as well. Um, but they're not the only ones that are up in arms about it. There's quite a few MPs, etc., said that, no, you won't bring it in because, like I, I've said to you before, it goes against Nuremberg Code, it goes against um, your freedoms, um etc he's i mean it's like i put out on uh on facebook so are we swapping a yellow star for a yellow card and are we swapping um a tattoo for a microchip it, it's you starting know? to feel like that doesn't it it's um yeah yeah I mean, you know, as yeah. part of that story that I did earlier or that I read earlier about Big Pharma, um, it's yeah. this, it's you're absolutely right to call it the Nuremberg Code. And that's I mean, we need to make sure we keep talking about that because that's what's happening here in America today. It's happening all around the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I keep pushing out. And it got me a three day ban off Facebook for uh, misrepresenting causing harm uh posting something that caused cause harm and oh, all that God. i said what for telling the truth that it all goes against the nuremberg code and um what have you and as i said to you especially german is very touchy about the nuremberg code and it being cross so and there's a couple there's a few uh, court cases going through Rhea, anyway he's 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 not saying that will happen. Boris is not saying that will happen. It's others that are saying that will happen or that's what they want to happen. But has Boris come out? Coming, has, he, has, has Boris like come out against it strongly? I'd be surprised if he did. <laughs> he hasn't come out against it strongly. But what he uh, what he's saying is that he's he's uh, he's not really in favour of it. 
um, but they haven't pushed him to the limit with it yet. I personally, I can't see him agreeing to it. That's uh, farmer. Thank you. That was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Now, AstraZeneca and Pfizer have had hundreds, if not thousands of people that have either died or had long term side effects, uh, health, long term health issues that they're going to be plagued with now after having them. Now then, Johnson and Johnson, as far as I can find out, has had seven, seven deaths, no side effects in the world. And yet Johnson and Johnson's the one that they're stopping pushing. They're pushing like crazy to, for AstraZeneca and Pfizer, but they're not pushing Johnson and Johnson. Now, Johnson and Johnson's the one that Trump took the one that Trump was pushing and the one that his daughter has taken, does it not seem strange that the one, the, the safest of them all, seems to be the one that they're trying to stop everybody having and they're pushing the ones that are causing harm? Exactly. I completely agree with you. I noticed that as well. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Because, because Pfizer and um astrazeneca are both rm rm and in the, the dna changing ones and johnson and johnson hasn't got any of that in at all because i've been into all the sites and seen exactly the ingredients that's that's in all of them yeah um, right. and it's that's one thing that struck me as really strange that the one that trump was pushing that he had his wife had and his kids had is and has had only seven deaths, no injuries, no side effects, but only seven deaths worldwide. And yet that's the one that they're trying to smother. It's funny how that works. It's it's become a public battle of of uh, of media companies pushing narratives to uh, against these different companies. It's so obvious. It's weird. Mm. But even so, with the with the ninety eight percent plus. Uh, survival rate i won't be having any jab i don't even have an annual flu jab anymore because that used to make me ill after i had it mm -hmm. so i stopped having that quite a few years ago and touch wood i've never had cold or flu but i, I mean i take vitamin c d zinc magnesium and all that and, I, <laughs> and i've got a box of dog worming tablets <laughs> don't laugh but what? that has actually got that. Well, that has got that. Um, not hydroclonase. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydro it hasn't got that, but it's got a derivative of that in it. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. I didn't because know that. If you, That's if interesting. You, if you, it, it's the other word that's used for hydro. If you punch that in on a website looking to buy it, you know, buy it over the counter, which you can hear as well as in the States on its own. It actually show it actually pulls up these dog worming tablets. Is it I And when you look and when you look at the dog worming tablets, there it is. It's one of the ingredients in it. And you can just go into any pet shop and buy them. It's Ivermectin. Ivermectin? Ivermectin. Iver yeah, that's Ivermectin. dog worming yep. tablets. Hmm. So there you go. You can go, go and buy a packet of them and get wormed at the same time. I'll pass. 
They won't hurt you. They won't hurt you. It's also one, funnily enough, that's... Did your mother um, ever tell you that don't to use... Have for cancer? Did your mother ever tell you not to do... Not to mix medicines and use them for other things? Honey, the number <laughs> of medicines and tablets I'm on, I take by... I take two handfuls of tablets a day Holy shit. on all the medications I am. Wow. I'm on. My aunt's kind of like but, that. It's it's uh it's a little bit overkill. And that's not including jabs. Yeah, that's true. That's you don't have to worry about that as long as you're staying keeping your immune system uh you know going. It's it's but smart. That, it's smart that to do that. Either what's it stuff that you said it was, Joe? I can't remember the names. Um, that's ones also. They said is um good for cancer sufferers. Sufferers. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Thanks for joining us um, today, Denise. Much love. All right. Is that me booted out then? I'll go. Oh, you got to look at something else? That was, no. <laughs> not even a final word or anything. You're just like, all right, thanks, Denise. That's it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Charming, eh? Charming. Don't let the door hit in the ass. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Denise. Okay. Bye, love. Much love, Thank Denise. Love. Have a great evening. <laughs> <laughs> Here, real quick. Here's that for uh, Glenn. Here's that video. I just found it. Check this out, guys. This is amazing. Don't do that again. <laughs> Let me back it up. It's kind of loud. Sorry. What the hell was that? Here we go again. Watch. Dude. I just had it. I you just blew my eardrums out. I had to turn my mic all the way down. All right, here I'm gonna play it one more. No, time. that's okay, fine. That's good. On. That's good. We, we got it. Look at this. Look at this thing, dude. It's breaking the sound barrier. Wow, ultrasonic. That's man. awesome. That is freaking awesome. We had uh when we were when we would go out into deployment on uh, out in New Mexico, they fucking things would fly right over our radar and break the sound barrier right over the top of us, scared the living shit out of us. But when you see it do that, you see that sound wave come up behind it, and it's freaking amazing seeing that. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. How how you doing today, Belushi? How was your weekend, man? What's up, boys? Yeah, it was it was nice and relaxing. Honestly, I I got uh, got the shoes and socks off, got my feet uh, on top of the soil, and uh, had my son all weekend. So I was uh, playing with him and you know chilling with the neighbors, and uh, we actually got some nice weather for a change unplugged from just all the nonsense and uh really just uh, uh relaxed and unwind and uh really tapped into the spirit and uh especially yesterday i i hit my knees a lot and uh you know initially i, I wanted to, to to say and there were so many topics and so many things i have so many notes here that I, things i wanted to touch on but um i think that uh for me what i've been noticing is is just the revival uh, 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 Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, that event over the weekend, um, yeah. see, seeing that energy and, uh, Lynn Wood is a freaking rock star, man. Lynn Wood just laid it out there. I, I, you guys played a clip from, uh, um, uh, General Flynn, which was fantastic, but Lynn Wood, dude, he like went full, he went full, he like went full cue, uh, you know, on stage. And it was like, 
he's talking about the kids, calling out all all sorts of stuff. Jim Caviezel's calling out Adrenochrome uh, on a on a, a, a streaming, and I saw um, a headline something about Caviezel went off full cue too. That's interesting. Yeah, and and this is what I mean. Like this is on the surface, like killing it, like on the surface, like we're 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 killing the narrative now. We're killing their bullshit. We're 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 calling them out. I mean, like literally at conferences in in uh, uh, coliseums, full stadiums of people, like you know, applauding and screaming and cheering and going, yeah, we'll save the kids. Like, I mean, it's, and, and, and so I sort of circled back to when I was thinking about the revival, uh, do you guys, have you guys ever seen that Dr. Clarence Sexton video of Trump, the Trump Bible? Do you know that story? I think I saw part of it um, on one of the channels. I didn't, I don't, I didn't really do, you know, look into it too much though. Okay. Okay. So, so, so I have just, just a couple cliff notes here and you guys Give me a favor, uh, pump your mic up a little bit. Yep. All right. How's that? Much better. Thank you. All right. Cool. So you know, let me let me do you a favor and, and tell the audience just to just to look up this Dr. Clarence Sexton video, because um, it talks about uh, a distant cousin or aunt. Uh, one was a humpback and one was blind in the early 1900s and this revival off the coast of Scotland and, and how they sort of created this church within their home because the 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 word of god was dying and 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 uh, people weren't adhering to to the bible and the word of god and so what they did was uh, through their own sort of uh commitment and energy uh to the word um started having services in their home uh it turns out that this is the cousin or aunt of mary ann smith mcleod who married fred who was trump's mother and father um, this kid who ended up helping this pastor do this revival in the early 1900s off the coast of Scotland, the, the Eberdees, um, it turns out his name was Donald. And so she names Donald Trump after her fourth child, after this kid uh, through this legend. And, and this Bible is passed forward from these two women. Uh, uh, and that's the Bible that he held up at St. John's Episcopal Church in D.C. When he held, you know, that famous photo where he holds up the Bible. That's the Bible. Yeah. That's the Bible that's in the that was in the White House really? know, during his administration. Yes, and it's an incredible story, and it's it's really um, just it's just quite something. And you know, I, I get into the time traveling stuff with Baron and and his uncle and the Tesla stuff and all that. But um, uh, there's just something there. I mean, you watch this video, it almost will bring you to tears. I swear to God. And um, oh, yeah, that's awesome, man. I'll have to check yeah, that out. So, anyways, sure. I was just thinking a lot about the revival and this Tulsa event and 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 how God driven this whole movement is and and truly is and and it really is got good versus evil and so um yeah i went down a lot of rabbit holes while i was listening to your to your callers and to your guys news blasts and all, all the different things you were talking about and uh denise brought up the dog dewormer yeah. let me tell you something she's not crazy my mother is a hardcore uh herbalist and and a healer and she cured my dad's cancer with dog dewormer I'm not hmm. fucking kidding you. Wow. I'm not kidding you that there's, there's something in that shit. And that's why they suppress this information so much. Uh, also look into MMS. She's really into MMS, which is also from the old uh, hydroxychloroquine uh, carrying malaria back seven years old, you know, medicines that this shit's been around forever. Yeah. This and, is the same um, stuff that I took when I went to Peru. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Probably in the military too. They probably gave it to you. Yep. We had, yeah, we had so, shots um, of it before and after we went there and then taking uh, that MMS stuff, uh, pills daily. Yep. Yep. 
and I did want to correct myself because I misspoke on Friday. So I wanted to do a, a retraction if I could. Uh, you can buy Digibyte on Uphold, and I did buy some over the weekend. I grabbed uh, some too. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, I, I I didn't come across it uh, at first when I was doing my you know due diligence and. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't grab the- much of anything because I don't have a whole lot to spend. I just want to get it kind of just have it ready. And I think I what did I get? I got um, you know, look what I got here. I I got a hundred bucks worth of it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I grabbed a G. Whatever. I mean, I was just like, but it's already up like two or three cents. So we're on, we're on we're on the march. And I will say that um, there was a, a rumor that came out, and I can't. I think maybe Glenn was talking about it. Um, somebody on Twitter, this guy uh, X X uh, H X Hedge or Ledge or something like that. Uh, he he was talking shit like FIs are going to be held accountable if they're holding foreign, you know, things like XRP and they're going to get in trouble. And so three, $300 billion dumped out of the market and XRP went from like 160 to like 130. Don't worry about it. I saw that. Don't worry yeah, about I'm not it. worried Don't about worry that about either. What, did you hear yeah. what Glenn mentioned earlier about uh, Russia and Bitcoin, Bitcoin being Bitcoin. sanctioned? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big holder of Bitcoin, so quite frankly, it, it really doesn't affect me. But uh, yeah, I'm paying attention. I, I, don't, I don't have a whole major, lot of sauce on that for you. I don't see the major drop though. I'm showing Bitcoin right now at. Well, I see fifty six thousand. You said sixty two, and yeah. I was like, I checked when you said that. I see, I see fifty six. Do you? What yeah. The fuck? That's what somebody else in chat said too. That it was a five k drop. Yeah, yeah, no, it dropped to fifty one this morning when I looked. It was like fifty one. I was like, "Holy shit, Bitcoin fucking dropped off a cliff." Shit, that worries me a little bit. Yeah, what, 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 what are you checking on, Abe? On the uh, on a uh, monarch, the market. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's a little bit worrisome. (laughs) So, anyways, let me just tell you a quick personal story, and I'll let you guys go. So I, I had a great weekend and I was, you know, feeling the Holy Spirit and, and, and really in prayer. And, uh, you know, Monday came around and, and my mom's been helping me. Uh, well, I was going to get into the, oh, some opiate stuff with my ex-wife and, and uh, the unfortunate tragedy of that. But anyways, I, I don't want to go there. I want to keep it positive. So, well, this isn't exactly positive, but I, uh, <laughs> so I ordered a bunch of new furniture. And then I also had my, my internet was all fricked up and I'm like, Oh man, I've been, I've been on censored Abe too much. I mean, they probably are like watching me and they want to silence my voice, but anyways, my internet was all fucked up. So I had the guy come out, run new lines and do all this shit and upgrade my modem. And um, I'm like, all right. So I got all this stuff going on and then I'm like, Oh fuck, it started snowing. And then I was like, you know, dealing with work stuff. And I was like, had no internet. I was like trying to do work stuff and everyone's hitting me up for all this shit they need from me. Then I had like, you know, three flat ship pack boxes in the front. So I unpack one of them. Then I step on a freaking tack. Like it goes into my foot. I'm like trying to tell the guy, I'm like, hang the wire over there. And I got a fucking thing in my foot. And I'm like, God damn it. And I'm like, <laughs> so, so I was like, and then my neighbor just looks at me. She goes, Monday, huh? I'm like, yeah. Yep. Monday. Oh, I've done. <laughs> that man i've i've stepped on a couple of t- the bigger ones too that shit hurts like hell man. oh it does hurt like hell thank god it went to the fatty part right before the heel on the on the back of my foot but uh yeah so i got lucky in that regard it wasn't too bad you know and there are some a little I, dirt on it you know there are sometimes i would rather just skip monday altogether absolutely absolutely <laughs> brother I was just like, you know, it was so funny because I woke up at like five this morning. I'm like, all right, I had a great weekend. I got all the stuff to do today. And, you know, then all of a sudden it just started going downhill. And you know what? Back to circle back to the revival part. I mean, like we're just 
we're in this fight, man. And, and, and the energy I saw in that Tulsa event and, and all of um, just the energy of this movement and, and how much, at least for me personally, that I've been in prayer and, and, and how much I've seen people sort of really come back to God. I mean, this is a fight for good and evil. We can look at headlines and we can talk about, you know, what this leader is doing or what that leader is doing. And, and, and we're, we're on God's timeline. We're on God's plan now. And um, I, I really do see this turning over uh, in his time. And, and I think that uh, people just need to have the faith. Let's all have faith together that this is going to turn around because it will turn around. The, God wins. God wins. And um, Satan's on full display. Uh, I, I, my, my neighbor got the, the boxing match over the weekend. I don't know this new Snoop Dogg boxing thing. Have you guys heard of this? He got the pay-per-view yeah, for it. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to pay. Man, it was money. like, it was so satanic and such idiotic nonsense. And I'm like, I haven't watched TV in like a year. And I watched it with my neighbors. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. I'm like, this is bullshit. It's like literally strippers on stage. Like it was basically like lip syncing and you could tell they're lip syncing. And I'm like, this is what passes for music these days. This is what passes for entertainment. I'm like, how far have we fallen as a society? Yeah. But then I look over to the other side and I'm like, all these great patriots that are, you know, you know, really about the, the message and the word of God and, um, you know, really getting into the spiritual aspect of things. So I, I, I do feel like we are splitting apart as a society in a lot of ways, and we create our own reality. And so as some of us ascend to 5D and some of us are grasping 3D and trying to hold on for dear life, um, there will be a choice that has to be made by these people. And uh, it's not about Democrat and Republican anymore, guys. I, like, I don't even think about that shit anymore. I just think about where I want to go and the direction I want to go as a human being and, and the human beings that I want to surround myself with. So Anyways, thanks for for hearing me out. And uh, man, you said a key thing that I got. I have to emphasize, and that is evil on full display. Um, I think you know if we if we keep in that mindset of it had to be this way, God wins and evil on display. I think we'll get ourselves a long way through the next couple of years uh, with that understanding that everybody's seeing this, <laughs> everybody's seeing it. That's important. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree with you, and 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 I think that's part of it too. And to your point, I mean, it's um, people people had to. People won't change until they're forced up against the wall, you know, to, to absolutely have to literally make a decision to change their life. Otherwise, they're just going to stay in their own lane and their lazy sort of uh, just, you know, rigmarole of their own routine. And, and they can't sort of see outside of like, oh, you know, th- this is what I understand. This is what I do. And I'm trying to protect my nest, which is understandable. And I'm not faulting people for that, but it's much, much bigger than that. And and people are going to have to be forced to look at it. It so almost think, uh, it almost seems like you're talking about, uh, um, I don't know, maybe 4461. Only when evil is forced into the light can we defeat it. Only when they can no longer operate in the shadows can people see the truth for themselves. Only when people see the truth for themselves will people understand the true nature of their deception. Seeing is believing. Sometimes you can't tell the public the truth. You must show them. Only then will people find the will to change. It had to be this way. This is not another four-year election. God wins. That's one of my favorite Q posts. So when you, Joe, you just knocked it out of the park, man. I don't even know how you have that on tap, but that is exactly sort of. That's because that's one of my favorite Q posts, man. I, I called in to Red Pill Show when Roseanne was on, and I asked her what her favorite Q post was, and I'm pretty sure she's, well, she said God wins, but there's a couple of posts with God wins 
And I'm pretty sure that's the one that she was talking about. And I absolutely love that post. That's why when you started saying that, man, I'm like, man, it's how it's just like the Q post. So I absolutely love it, man. You're absolutely right. God does win. I'm so glad that you were able to unwind a little bit. And we talk about it all the time. You can't just talk it. You have to unwind. You have to unplug. You have to get away. Spend like I did too, man. I spent some time in my yard talking to my neighbor. He was putting up a shed, just bullshitting with him, man. Hell you yeah. Know, you know, that's what it's all about. So absolutely great call, Belushi. I love it, man. Thanks, guys. Love you guys, man. You guys are the best. Hey, God bless Much you, love, man. Brother. Hey, All pre- right, brothers. Appreciate the good the good shit today, man. As always, uh, keep keep calling. I appreciate your calls, big time, bro. Killing it. Take care, yeah, of buddy. <laughs> love it. Belushi in the house. God love him, dude. God love him. All right. Uh, let's see. Seven one nine. That's got to be Texas Bear seventy seven. That's got to be, brother. Hey, how you doing? Hey, first off. How's how's Pops doing? Well, uh, unfortunately, today is the day that he goes into hospice. Oh fuck! Okay. So, well, right. not not good news, but you know, again, it's you know, it's been twelve years of cancer back and forth, man. He's he's suffered enough. I really just want him to go <clears throat> gently. That's really what I want. I, I hear you. When I was in a coma after getting shot in the head, um, I came out. I was shot in the head 39. I came out of jail and everything at 41. And my mom sat me down, told me my dad passed away and my grandfather passed away. I didn't go through what you guys are going through. But anyway, all right, all right, let's, let's get done with that. Um, okay, first off, Hard Knocks PhD, Gary Fleshner. Diddy Style 93, and actually the Texan, shout out. His first video with you, Joe, he brought up in his Texas, which was just totally amazing. Anyway, also, Suki, hey, email me. You've got my email address. Give me 10 words. I'll write a poem for you. Then we've got Losi. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm working on your poem. She sent me 10 words. Um, and it's, oh my God. Um, it's a hard one. Anyway, Kelly 17, Amy Jogo, she's one of your moderators. So let me get back to her in just a second. Leah Worth, give me 10 words. A miracle 47 at gmail.com. It's simple. A miracle 47 at gmail.com. Anyway, Amy Jogo loves you. Um, Amy Joe. She is one of your moderators. Now, she sent me 10 words, okay? The 10 words, and she, I don't know if she's just straight country, Christian, just a good, good person. It sounds like it. Because the 10 words she sent me, brother, dude, Abe, listen to this. Jesus, faith, children, husband, love, honor. Honesty, courage, integrity, compassion. Now, that right there was amazing. Now, due diligence sent me 10 words, which were good, really good. Anka Vanka sent me 10 words, really good. Still waiting on Kelly, and um, I've got Losi's words. But anyway, um, the thing is, I started writing this at 7.36 p.m., 
I finished it at 7.53 p.m. on April 16th, okay, 17 minutes. Now, the thing about this is there's one word in here. Now, once I say it, you're going to know the word. The thing is, Amy Jo, she's listening to this right now, and she's smiling. The thing is, once she hears this word, she's going to smile, which all of you should. But the people that have not heard this poem or my poems, just uh, just chill. Just chill. Close your eyes. Just listen, because this is the only three minutes I get every other day. The name of the poem is Not Perfect. Now, remember the words that she gave me. Every word is going to come, and I added one. The, the name of the poem, Not Perfect. I married my husband some time ago. We've been together. We still have the glow. Our life together has Jesus involved. We have our problems. They get solved. Solved in a way with simple compassion. The devil's fangs, no mere bastion. Are we perfect? Of course we're not. I know one thing, we won't be bought. It takes courage to live in this world. We have honor. We won't become unfurled. The love we have for family and friends, the foxhole chat is where it begins. The faith we have includes our peeps. We'll buy the coffee if met in the streets. Integrity ensues in our soulful journey. Our place in heaven, eh, forgo the gurney. We live our lives through faith and peace. Bad times gone? Eh, they will cease. Look for tomorrow. Live through today. We will not stop until we lay. Lay with our children in warm, swept days. Teach them the Lord with good taught ways. Bam. It's it's amazing. Now, stuff, what was that word? Joe, Joe, what was that word? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> what was the word? What was the word in the poem that I have never written before that you heard? Foxhole. I thank you, sir. Foxhole yes, sir. I love it. it it's foxhole. The thing is, the thing is, is that we chat, me and Anqua, Kelly, um, Losi, uh, Amy Joe, um, even you, due diligence. I mean, everybody, we, we chat. And the thing is, we see what's going on. But how long is it going to take for us to step up? I mean, we're stepping up now. But if it comes down to it, just a question. Love it, man. Absolutely love the poem. Great job, man. Just absolutely beautiful. And the the one thing that, that gets me is, believe it or not, I mean, to write, like this and Amy Joe's smiling right now I know she is but to write like this after getting shot in the head 
guess what? You guys, not you and Abe, I'm not saying that, but us guys, us, everybody, if I can do this, you can do, you could do a lot more. I'm on a disability. But the thing is, is that you give me 10 words and that it's, we just, I don't know. I mean, I'm speechless now. You just have an absolute, you just have an absolute way of words, man. And, you know, for me, for someone like me, dude, it would take me days to figure out something like that. And I just absolutely love how you're just able to put it together. It's just, it's great, man. Good stuff. Good stuff, Texas, bro. I appreciate you big time, man. Okay. Y'all have a good evening. Love all you guys out there in the chat. Have a good evening. Much love, Texas Bear seventy seven. Good stuff. Good stuff Always right. love hearing a different, uh, you know, a little different content, a little different thing here and there. I always love that stuff. Uh, some really good stuff from Texas Bear seventy seven right there. And uh, you know, ch- chat's just, uh, you know, saying the thank yous and appreciating you for for bringing that to the show. I appreciate you very much, man. And the and the Texan just said out there, all things are possible with God. Amen, brother. Amen to that, indeed. All right, guys, open phone line if you guys want to hop in. If you have any first-time callers out there, come on, come on. Don't be you – know, just come just come hang out with us. That's all you got to do, man. Just chill. Don't. Hey, uh, just just saw this dropped, actually, if, if you got – if you got if I got a minute. Yeah, go ahead. This uh, dropped by Methods. Let's check this out real quick. I haven't watched this. I have no idea what it says, but let's check it out. Oh, where is the – And it is so per- pervasive – that it is, I just don't know how this jury, it can really be said to be that they are free from the taint of this. Um, And now that we have U.S. representatives uh, threatening acts of uh, of violence in relation to this specific case, uh, it's it's mind-boggling to me, Judge. Well, I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned. But what? Whoa. That dumb broad might have ruined everything Method said. Mistrial. It could be caused a mistrial because of that. Wow, that is huge. Method's always finding the good shit, man. Good shit for sure. So I had this. Uh, you good? I just bumped my table. Oh. All right, well, I'll let, I'll let you handle that. Here, let me uh, show you guys this. Uh, the, the amazing, great, the one and only <laughs> Susan Wojcicki Wolj- gave herself an award. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. They, she gave herself an award. <laughs> is it an Emmy? No, it is. A free expression award and festival award. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, that makes sense, right? The the 2021 free expression awards and festival, uh, which is sponsored by, well, of course, YouTube, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she gave herself a fucking medal, dude. For For freedom of expression. Yeah. No cake for Susan. That's right, D Patriot seventeen seventy six. I just I don't even know what to say. It's like it's like the Oscars almost. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> what I said. Nobody likes me, so I'm just gonna have to give myself an award so I feel better about how how terrible I am. 
Unbelievable. DeRay People are so fucking stupid. Fucking DeRay, too, was given an award. This shit. Losey says that's a dude. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this shit up, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't It's This is the world we live in, you know? <laughs> yep. Clown world. Oh, my God. Who me? Good to see you out there. Clown world is right, brother. Or is it home? I don't know. I think it's who me. Right. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Veral Viking hopping in here, so we'll hang out with him for a little bit. Texans in the house. So we'll get we'll, we'll fit him in there, and then probably be the last two calls for the day here, guys. Uh, so appreciate you guys very much. Hey, Fred, good to see you out there, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm Miss America. <laughs> Particip- participation awards. Yeah, exactly, Glenn. Oh, That's all stuff. it is. All right, let me, let me get uh, Vero Viking in here. Go ahead and unmute, brother, and we'll uh, see what you got on your mind today. I just want to say hello. What's up, fellas? What's good, man? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Vero? I'm loving the mask, brother. You know what? When the show ain't going the way I want, I got to put the pain mask on because I want to bring the pain. Yeah, and you know what? When we saw Linwood and whoever else is out in Oklahoma, they were bringing the pain. They were bringing the pain. It made me. It lifted me up. I don't know about you all, but it lifted me up. Dude, I you watched. Know? I watched Flynn. I watched Flynn's twice, man. I loved his speech. He was talking about Lynn Wood and how Lynn Wood was on fire, man. I just want to let you all know that I am such a patriot that I got to drive a patriot. Nice, <laughs> yeah, buddy. What's Love up, it. boys? Love it. Yeah, y'all good, y'all good. I just want to let you know that the love is here. And, like, this weekend, I was telling you all they were going to be out in Oklahoma. And uh, I was wondering if you were going to be out there. And um, I know a couple other people I watch were out there, and I'm waiting for their videos to come out. I don't think Abe is too keen on them. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really – I don't want to be part of those events. I don't know, man. Even if I was asked, I don't, I don't think I would do it. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you? Hold on, Abe. I want to show you where I'm at right now. I'm going to show you where I'm at right now. This is where I'm at. I'm a true patriot. Ready? You ready? Are you ready? Look, ready. Bam. Yeah. Oh, beauty. Where are you going to pull love a helicopter out of your ass? Abe, where are you going to pull a helicopter out of your ass? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Damn, it looks like a nice day today, bud. Well, I'm all day, man. I just, I got a couple more years left and then I'm done. But you know what? I'm all about Trump. I'm all about you all. And, you know, Oklahoma was a big deal. It was a big deal this weekend. I wish you all were out there, really. Yeah, man. I wish you could have been there, too. Some of the videos that are coming out that was just lifting my spirit, man. Giving me another hope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All right, brother. Absolutely right. needed it. Much love, Vero Viking. Appreciate the call, brother. Spencer, yo, you guys are badass. Love you're, you both. Love you, man. Too, God bless you. Love you too, brother. Yeah, take care. Vero Viking in the house. Always good stuff from him. We'll finish it up Dude, with I wonder- the text today. I wonder if white. I wonder if Whitehead has a mask like that or not. If not, he's probably going to want to get one if he sees that one. I don't know. He's got quite the nice selection of masks. I'll give Whitehead that. I got to give it to him. <laughs> yes, he does. What's up, Texan? How's it going, brother? 
Hey man, uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in. That that's cool. Yeah, that's true. When, when do you, can you just pull the helicopter out of your ass, man? Not Real very hard. often, no. <laughs> yeah, talk talk about upstage and us. He's like, yeah, well, your your backdrop looks cool. Your backdrop looks cool, but I got a friggin' helicopter behind me. It's real. <laughs> no so what are you gonna do about it? It's like wow. Yeah. And not I mean, a, not a picture of one either, a real fucking helicopter. No, we can't we can't be having our guests or our callers, uh, you know, upstaging us. What kind of crap is that, Vero Viking? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, let some other people call in, man. I really enjoyed the show again today, man. Uh, y'all never cease to uh, to amaze. The uh, the opioid thing y'all were talking about. Uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, about six years ago or so, uh, I was having some uh, personal issues myself, and. Uh, I went to a, uh, a drug rehab, I needed a break, you know, I needed a break from a lot of things. And, uh, it, the, the thing about the drug addiction thing is, uh, that, that I found out I was there for 30 days. I mean, I met a lot of people, a lot of people. And, uh, this was a, a ranch. It was a real, real, uh, you know, relaxed setting and stuff it, it wasn't it wasn't a real hardcore like military style place like some people like some uh, facilities are but uh anyway one thing that uh i came to realize real quick is uh everybody that uh, had an addiction to whatever whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever they uh it, it all stemmed from their childhood and the abuse that they went through as children and i mean th- there was even a guy man seriously this dude was cool and uh, he was a captain in the Navy of two different ships, two, two different, uh, uh, I think they were uh, battleships. And it stemmed from guys like that to uh, there were doctors in there. Um, this place has treated uh, famous people, you know, uh, all the way down to, uh, you know, homeless people. Everybody in between, man, had, had issues with these opioids and stuff. But the root cause of it was not the drug itself. It was you know, the, the trauma that they had suffered, uh, mainly when they were younger, you know, it, it, even in rich families, you know, that shit happens, whether it was sexual abuse, physical abuse or, or whatever, you know? And, uh, so that, that right there, you know, it, that, that is such a hard thing to deal with, you know, the, the, the trauma that you went through as a child, but it stems into your, your adulthood and, you know, your, your, your program you're wired a certain way and you have to you know uh you have to reprogram yourself you know and and that's what this facility was doing was helping people do that you know and uh the people that were uh, susceptible to it that accepted it you know they they did good i kept up with a lot of people after that um my issue was not honestly it wasn't drugs it wasn't alcohol but i was using alcohol to mask a lot of things at that time but it was a certain situation i was in and uh so anyway, I was in there about a week and then they realized that, uh, that they were like, man, you can go home. You know, honestly, they did. They didn't even want me there for the full 30 days, but, uh, I was on vacation, man. I didn't want to go back to the situation that, that I wanted to face at home with the certain individual I was with. And, uh, that, that hit me like a ton of bricks. So, man, you know, you gotta, you know, you, you can't blame the world for your problems. You, you got to suck them up, man. And, uh, you know, you got to deal with it and you got to, you got to recognize and realize certain things in your life and, uh, get, get your priorities straight in your head. You know, uh, I, I've had, uh, you know, I, I've had uh, heart surgery many, many times and I've been on all kinds of, uh, pain medications, you know, morphine, fentanyl, uh, every opioid you could think of, I've never had a problem with it. 
you know, I never have. I, I like to drink my beer after work. You know, I like to drink a little beer, like when we do the show and stuff. Uh, you, you just gotta, I don't know, man, you gotta turn to God, but you know, trust in God, but you gotta reprogram what's up here, what God gave you, you know? Yeah. And, and if you can do that, you know, then, uh, and, and deal with the, the traumas that has happened in your life, especially, you know, throughout your childhood, you know, you got a pretty good chance of, of, uh, kicking whatever habit that you have. You know, I really appreciate be, that, man. There's something to be said about, um, about just that small piece of advice facing those facing those issues head on don't don't run from them don't don't let them simmer face issues head on i think i think all of us can learn something from that and it's something that we all can do better at no doubt about it we appreciate those great words today the texan god bless you brother all right guys we'll appreciate uh letting me get in there in the last minute and and say that and uh because addicts hold a special place in my heart man i've known many 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 of them and uh, anyway, all right, guys, appreciate everything, and I'll see you all down the road. Take care of yourself, man. God bless you. Appreciate it, Texan. And just real quick, Thumper Rose out there, she says, uh, most, most addictions are from lack of love, but when you know God loves you, you are never empty. Amen, right. Thumper Rose. Appreciate that. Appreciate it, Texan. Had fun yesterday with your brother. Heck yeah, man. Looking forward to the next one. Catch y'all yes, later. Yes, sir. Talk to you later, brother. Cool man, good show today, guys. Another two hours flying by. Joe, any last thoughts from the from the show today? No, it just I really appreciate all the callers, everybody out there in chat. I, you know, so many great comments once again, as per usual. I just really appreciate everybody coming every day and hanging out with us uh, because I absolutely love being here with you guys. But don't forget to unplug and definitely step away from the matrix because that is super important as well. Much love to y'all. Have a great day. Yep, good stuff today, guys. Appreciate all of your guys' input, as always. Thank you for all the work that you guys do in Discord and everything else. Do me a favor. Just help me spread the word. If you, if you know somebody that hasn't seen the show, send them over here. Tell them to come check it out. Maybe it's not for them. That's fine, too. We appreciate you guys nonetheless. With that, I want to say much love, and God bless you all. We will see you guys tomorrow. Mark Paquita in the house tomorrow, later this week. Uh, we have... Brain fart. Miguel, California. <laughs> Miguel, California, California, and Red Pill 78. <laughs> yep, yep. Two people that you're not going to want to miss, guys. Thursday and Friday, so I'm really looking forward to that. With that, uh, you guys have a great evening. God bless you all. And don't forget to stay tuned. Amy Joe well, coming up next. Show. Amy Joe coming up next, guys. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.